Hello everyone, welcome to the 12th episode of Talks with Dalat. I am Uttaran Nayak, the content and growth lead here. Today we have Varun Fatehpuriya, the founder and CEO of Dalat. Dalat is a tech-enabled all-in-one solution that provides customized portfolio solutions for investors to invest better to reach their financial goals. Before Dalat, Varun worked with some of the most significant investment firms, including Bloomberg and Blackstone. He also graduated with a distinction in finance and information systems from the Hong Kong University of Science and Technology. He is also a NISM certified investment advisor. Varun, we are glad to have you here with us today. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Tarun. I'm looking forward to this one. Thank you, Varun. So today we will talk about a very interesting topic, which is mutual funds versus PMS or portfolio management services. Which one is for me? Before we delve deeper into the topic, Varun, could you please tell us what is a mutual fund and a PMS in simple layman's terms? So really putting it into simple layman terms, mutual fund is a pooled investment vehicle where the asset management company or the mutual fund company collects money from investors like you and me all across the country, assign the professional fund manager who then decides when and where to invest that money. He or she could decide to invest in equities through the stock markets. He or she could invest in a broad range of fixed income securities like non-convertible debentures, bonds, commercial papers. He or she could invest in commodities like gold and silver. Or he or she also has the flexibility to invest in international stocks. Wherever the fund manager decides to invest the money, he or she is guided by a very strict rule and guidelines which are set by the Securities and Exchange Board of India, our regulator. So let's say, for example, as an investor, if you're investing in a large cap fund, the mutual fund company is mandated to invest at least 80% of the total money collected into large cap stocks or the top 100 stocks in India by market capitalization. That is what a mutual fund is in very simple, basic layman term, where a professional fund manager is managing money on your behalf. PMS or Portfolio Management Services, on the other hand, is also similar to a mutual fund only to the extent that there is a professional fund manager which is managing money on your behalf. But that is where the similarity between a mutual fund and a PMS stops. And throughout this conversation, we'll talk a bit more about how both of these investment products differ from each other. Great insights, Varu. I'm sure that there will be many factors to talk upon these two financial products. Still, which are the broader aspects on which a mutual fund has an edge over a portfolio management service, according to you. So I would say there are broadly four key issues or the four key areas where any investor needs to keep in mind when considering whether they need to invest in a mutual fund or a PMS. Number one is on the cost side. So every mutual fund today in India charges its investor something called as a TER or a total expense ratio which is charged as a percentage of the overall money which a mutual fund company manages. So this percentage is again basically directed by the Securities and Exchange Board of India, which has very clear set of rules and guidelines as to what TER a certain mutual fund company can charge it to its investors. But as a broader rule of thumb, as a mutual fund company grows in size, the TER comes down with every subsequent increase. Today, broadly, the TER ranges between 0.1% for a passive index fund all the way to about 2-2.1% for an actively managed equity fund. This TER is basically charged by the mutual fund company to cover the day-to-day operational expenses that it incurs in running its operation. 
So the salaries that it pays to the fund managers and the research analysts, the brokerage charges that it pays every time it buys and sells a stock, or the fees that it incurs in selling and distributing this mutual fund all across the country. This is the only charge that is charged to the investors when they are investing in a mutual fund. But if we compare that to a portfolio management service or a PMS, there are two distinct fees which every PMS charges its investors. Number one is the management fees, which is again very similar to a TER, which is charged by the mutual fund company. In that, this management fees is charged to cover the day-to-day operational expenses, which a PMS incurs pretty much on a daily basis. This could range again anywhere between 1% to 2% depending on the PMS house. And there is again no clear guidelines from a SEBI as to what is the maximum management fees that a PMS could charge its investors. And number two, and the more critical one, is the performance fees. This is basically a fees that is charged to the investors and it acts as an incentive for the fund manager to beat the specific benchmark or of a particular PMS scheme. So let's say, for example, if the benchmark for a specific PMS scheme is a Nifty 50 total return index, and if that specific scheme has been able to beat that benchmark by three percentage points, and if it carries a 20% performance fees, which is pretty much standard across a lot of the PMS houses today, 0.6% of the returns is actually kept by the PMS over the year as a way of beating the benchmark and the balanced return is then passed on to the investors. Today, performance fees ranges between 10 to 20% again depending on the PMS house and there are again no clear, uh, I would say, criteria based on which uh, this number could increase or decrease. So that's one cost. Number two is on the taxation side of things. Since mutual fund is a pooled investment to incur, the only tax liability or the tax incidence is at the time of redemption for the mutual fund investor. It doesn't matter how many times a mutual fund company buys and sells a stock. The investor in a mutual fund will only be liable for the applicable long-term gain or a short-term capital gain only at the time when he is redeeming his mutual fund units. But that is not the case with a PMS. Right? Since in a PMS, all the transactions are directly happening in the DMAT account of the investor. Every time the PMS fund manager buys and sells a stock, the PMS investor is liable to pay the appropriate tax. So again, comparing both of these two options from a tax point of view also, there is a significantly higher tax leakage in a PMS. Number three is on the ticket size. Today, in a mutual fund, you could invest with as low as 100 rupees, and there is no upper limit to what you could invest. You could invest 5 crores, 10 crores, 50 crores, depending on the amount of money that you have. PMS, on the other hand, they are mandated to accept only investments over and above 50 lakh rupees. So if you have that amount of money, then only PMS is an option for you. And number four, I would say, and the more critical one is on the strategy and the style of investing. So today in India, broadly, there are five main categories of mutual funds across different asset classes, like equity, debt, uh, hybrid, solution-oriented, and other than index funds. So you as a mutual fund investor is free to choose across all of these asset classes depending on your investment amount. But that is not the case for a PMS. Let's say if you have a 50 lakh rupees uh, of money to invest and if you go to a specific PMS fund manager, in all probability, you will not be as diversified as you probably could have been by investing in a mutual fund since that 50 lakh rupees would probably just be invested into a single style of investing. That could be a large cap, mid cap, small cap, multi cap, value style, dividend yield, whatever that style of investing is. And you have a concentration with that money with a single specific fund manager. 
But let's say if you had that 50 lakh rupees, you could pretty much spread that money across multiple fund managers in mutual funds, across different mutual fund companies, across different styles of investing. So this is also a key area where mutual fund wins over PMS in a manner that you get a much broader diversified portfolio with the same amount of money. So these are the four criteria that I would urge all of the investors to keep in mind where they are considering whether they need to choose a mutual fund or a PMS. Great, great insights for all. Thank you for such a lucid explanation uh, of this question. So like moving to the next question, I would like to ask you, what are your views on the timing that when should one consider investing in a PMS? And like PMS has been uh, like a really attractive option in the recent times for many of the upper middle class, uh, like employer employees, as well as the for the rich households. So why, what do you think can be a differentiating factor that one should consider while investing in a PMS? So I would say there are broadly two criteria based on which you should consider actually consist uh, investing in a PMS um, over and uh, mutual fund. Number one, if you have the higher ticket size, and I'm not talking about the minimum ticket size with the PMS except of 50 lakh rupees. Ideally, a lot of people come to me and tell, oh, finally, I've been able to accumulate that 50 lakh rupees. Now I'm eligible to invest in a PMS. Somehow hoping that magically just by investing 50 lakh rupees in a specific PMS, they would be able to handsomely gain returns, which are higher than what they have been able to generate in a mutual fund. But that is not the case, right? Unless you have a significant amount of money to invest, let's say, uh, uh, without being too prescriptive, 5 crores, 10 crores rupees of capital, I think at that point in time, you could consider investing in a PMS because the portfolios in a PMS are a lot more personalized as opposed to a mutual fund where there is a one standard portfolio for all of the investors. A A portfolio management services fund manager has the flexibility of customizing the portfolio for you depending on what your financial goals are, what your tax bracket is, what is your time horizon for investing. So only when you have a significant amount of money that requires that dedication uh, and time and resources from a dedicated fund manager, at that point in time, you should consider investing in a PMS over a mutual fund. Great. So I will just move on to the last question out. Nowadays, the Gen Zs are getting much familiar with the new terminologies of investing. So what do you suggest as a founder? Should a Gen Z choose if he or she is just beginning his or her investment journey into the markets and he just wants to invest some amounts and generate a passive return? So obviously my assumption is that whoever is getting started with investing ideally would not have a huge corpus to invest, right? But if that is the case, again, I think then uh, that is a completely different question. But let's say if you want to just get started with investing, uh, have very little idea as to, you know, how the stock markets work, how do you actually react, react to a volatile market. My suggestion would be to get started with investing in a passive mutual fund, right? This is basically an index fund which tracks a specific benchmark that could be Nifty 50, which tracks the top 50 companies in India, or Nifty 500, which tracks the top 500 companies in India across different market caps, large cap, mid cap, small cap. I think once you get started with investing in these index funds, you will have a better understanding of how the stock market works, how do you react to the ups and downs of the market, and what are your return and risk, uh, I would say, profile uh, as compared to other traditional uh, investment options like fixed deposits and uh, bank accounts and so on and so forth. So someone uh, as a generally who is just getting started with investing, you should definitely consider investing in a passive fund, get familiar with it, see how you are reacting to it, 
and then I think once you advance in your career and hopefully are able to accumulate a significant amount of corpus, then at that point in time, you could consider then shifting to a more personalized wealth management options uh, like a PMS. Thank you. Thank you for these great insights and explanations, Varun. This session has been a very productive and informative one for me as well as for all our viewers and listeners. We eagerly await your presence for the next week's Talks with Dalat in another of our efforts to simplify the personal finance journey for our investors. Thank you and take care. Thank you so much, Uttaran, for your time and I'm looking forward to being in the next one. Thank you, Varun.